Welcome to Geek Meet Social, a roundup of favorites in the world of a gamer girl, gadget-loving social media geek. Get ready to discover books, podcasts, apps, social media tips, good news, and more as we journey through the digital life. I'm Tyra Burton, and you've arrived at episode two of season two of Geek Meet Social. This week, we're going to be talking about Dragon Con and how every dragon is different. My other podcast, The Geeky Side, and how it got in the way of this one, but hopefully we figured that out. My love of Star Wars, and we'll be wrapping up with Losing My Shadow. We've got more coming up next. For the last 30-ish years, I've been going to Dragon Con sometime during the summer. And for the last few years, it's always been on Labor Day weekend. And it's a convention, science fiction, fantasy, where all these genres come together. And it's fan-run, and it's it's huge. Uh, before the pandemic, we were almost 100,000. We're down to about 65,000 now because they've got caps. In 2020, we went virtual, and we are back together in 2021. And this year was no different. We were back in person, and my husband and I literally could not wait. It's just a chance for us to be around people that are like us, that have a lot of the same interest, and that, I don't know, that you just connect with. And I always say every dragon is different, because at every single one of them, something takes uh, precedent, something really takes over it, and there's a theme. And for both my husband and I this year, that happened. Dragon Con for me this year was really about me stepping into myself, stepping into being who I could be. I was on 12 panels. I did one virtually about the legal side of digital media, which was an awesome experience. But I also moderated two pretty nice panels about amazing women in digital media. I did one first. It was in a smaller one of our track rooms, which is just like a hotel conference room. And then I did another one in a banquet room that was a bigger panel with some pretty well-known uh, podcasters and digital mediaists on it. And I felt like I really could do this. I was really nervous. In 2021, I did one of these panels and ended up being in front of a very small audience with a celebrity from Babylon 5. And I grew there. I was really nervous. I had a backup with me. This time, I didn't feel like I needed a backup. I really knew I could do this. I knew I could handle this conversation. I could make sure that all, I think it was six women, got a chance to speak and have their voice be heard. And I was able to direct questions where they needed to be and really have that hour uh, go super well. I'm so proud of it. But I was proud of me because I finally was like, okay, I really can do this. And my friends laughed at me because they're like, well, of course you could do that. And it's like, well, whatever. I didn't believe it. And so for me, this Dragon Con was all about believing in myself. And I had people come up to me and say, hey, you really did an excellent job moderating. I had people come up after I was on a panel or just a panelist uh, wanting to talk to me and find out more. And that was just super exciting. And I really felt like, okay, it's time to take this jam to the next level. I love being a digital creator. I love podcasting. I hate the fact that I haven't done more of it, but it's definitely going to be something that I'm doing more of. And I think I'm finally going to embrace the camera. 
This has always been like the stepping stone for me that I haven't taken for the last few years, but um, I'm going to do it. I'm committed to making sure I put out some video content uh, by the end of the year. I'm not going to give myself a little bit of time because, you know, the day job gets in the way, but I really feel like it's time for me to do that and really up my game and be creating more and connecting more with different people. And that was really what Dragon was about for me this year. I had a great time. I got to be on a Hawkeye panel on uh, the sci-fi. I can't remember the exact name of the track, but they do sci-fi shows. But it was a Hawkeye panel about the TV series. Absolutely loved it. It was one of my favorites. It was actually my husband's favorite panel of the whole weekend uh, to just talk about what I loved about the series. And that was awesome. I had a snafu that happened. Uh, with talking about Grogu and Yoda, and that was okay. I didn't get to be on that panel because of timing and how they had structured things, but that was fine. I rolled with that punch, but I had a great time. All four days that we were there, we had a great time, and we've really committed ourselves this next time to stay till Tuesday, to stay to the day after the conference, the convention ends, so that we can not have to worry about getting out of the hotel room. We do stay down at the uh, Ritz-Carlton, I have to tell you. It is awesome. Uh, I feel very pampered. It is so easy to get to everything in the convention from there, as well as to get to our room. It's quieter. You know, I I need my sleep nowadays. I pregame for events by taking Advil. And I do want to say, I talked last time about my Hey Dudes. I wore my Hey Dudes for the entire convention, walking all over the place. I walked about 20 plus miles in those four days. And uh, my feet and legs did not hurt at all. I did have some back issues, but that was from standing. But the Hey Dudes were absolutely awesome. Two thumbs up. I definitely will continue to use them at conventions. But anyway, back to Dragon. It was just so nice to see... Uh, people come together having a great time and celebrating all the things and all the fandoms that we're a part of. So next year is going to be even better. I can't wait. We're getting ready to book our hotel room. Uh, we're putting out some content over on the digital media tracks, uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitch channels over the next nine months as we wait uh, for things to really kick in again. So be looking there. I'll put some links in the show notes uh, over on the Geeky Side blog. And oh, wrong, wrong show, Geek Meek Social. See, now that leads me in perfectly into where I've been since I put out episode one. I had some friends that were doing things at Dragon Con, and so I wanted to make sure they had a platform to talk about them, as well as creating content for people to enjoy after they saw me on a panel. So I booked four guests in, and I pushed out four episodes of the Geeky Side very, very quickly. Matter of fact, I have another one that I'm editing today and I'm super proud of it. Uh, The first one was with Brian, my former co-host on Leveling Azeroth. And can I tell you, it was just so exciting to be talking to him again on the mic. I'm going to have him on the show. We're going to do another geeky side again together because it was just so much fun. And we keep flirting with possibly bringing back something connected to uh, the wonderful world of Warcraft, as I love to say. And then I was talking to Tadra Kendall. She is a writer that had a new book that was coming out, and she needed some platforms to talk about it. We had a fabulous time talking about her love of Buffy and Little House on the Prairie. I then talked to Casey Sears. He's an Atlanta-area real estate agent. He's an, an amazing guy and also a geek. He is an RPGer. He loves anime. 
all these wonderful things. And at Dragon Con, he has a contest. So I wanted to make sure that I had some place where he could promote that as well as just talk about what he gets his geek on about. And then lastly, Berta Plattis. She is a friend of mine from my writing days at GRW, and she works with my husband, and she had a new book coming out, and she was a guest at Dragon Con doing panels. So I really wanted to highlight her and give her a place to get her voice out. So it was a wonderful experience recording those four episodes really quickly, editing them quickly, and getting them out. But it also meant that I wasn't being able to record this show. But you know, sometimes you got to give a little someplace else to get what you really need. And I'm really excited about the geeky side going forward. And I'm very committed to Geek Meet Social. So like next week, I already have an idea of what I'm talking to you guys about. So that was Dragon Con for me and also me and this new podcast that I've been doing or relaunch really. It's not really a new podcast. I'm going to be archiving some of our older episodes and really focusing on the talk show format. Whereas here, it's just me behind a mic talking about what is going on in my life, what I'm geeking out about, um, and what's important. So if you have a chance to go to Dragon Con in the future, I definitely suggest that you do. It can be super overwhelming. So if it's your first science fiction convention, I'm just going to tell you all others will pale in comparison if you want a smaller one and you live in the Atlanta area, I'm going to be a guest at Multiverse, which is a convention in mid-October. I'm going to look up the dates so I can give them to you. It has stuff from science fiction, fantasy, horror. It has a gaming track. Just really wonderful uh, opportunities for whatever kind of gets your geek on to talk about. And it is so well run. It's at a little hotel. Oh, well, it's not a little hotel. It's a Westin. Um, and I've I had a beautiful experience with the times I've been. I was a guest last year. I was a virtual guest the year before. And it's just, it's been great. So check them out. Their science fiction fantasy convention is what they say. And they're from October 14th to 16th in Atlanta. And they have a really great website where they show you all their artists and uh, writers and everybody else who will be there. There's lots to do with cosplay, with art shows. They have a really nice uh, dealer's room. We bought some great uh, Christmas gifts there last year. So take a look. You can find them at multiversecon.org. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. So you can check them out too. And I'll drop my schedule there. At, so you know where to find me if you happen to be at Multiverse. So that's my last appearance, I think, for the year. I was hoping maybe to get one more in, but not at this time. But I'm looking for next year to see what I can do because I've got some books that I'm working on I'm bringing out. I'm still writing the book about my parents and I've got a social media book that I'm trying really hard to get out and I'm also trying to finish up a fantasy novel because it's about time I wrote in the genre that I love. So I've got a cozy fantasy that I'm working on that I hope will be out very soon, probably sometime next year. Which really brings me to my love of Star Wars. We just finished up uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi miniseries, and I was blown away. I mean, it was a slow burn, I have to tell you. It really focused on how damaged and how hurt Obi-Wan was by what happened between him and Anakin. But it was so well done. It was visually just beautiful. I loved little Leia. She was just spunky and sassy and everything I would expect 
of uh, the rebel Leia that we knew as an adult. I just thought they had some really beautiful casting there. I hope there's more Obi-Wan out there. I know that Ewan McGregor has said he wants to do more. I don't, they weren't planning for it. It was supposed to be a one-off, but who knows? We can always cross our fingers because I personally am not done with that story. I want to see more about what did Ben do while he waited, you know, before A New Hope happens. But if you haven't seen it, watch it. It is definitely worth it. It has some major action in the last couple of episodes. And of course, we get to see Darth Vader. And I think in many ways, it's just like a tribute to Hayden Christensen for sticking with that character and for the fan base coming around to him as that character and as Anakin. If you haven't watched Clone Wars, which is the animated series, I definitely suggest you do if you're a Star Wars geek. Or even if you just, you know, you like Star Wars, but you didn't like the first three movies, um, not A New Hope, you know, episodes one, two, and three take a look at it. For me, it really helped me understand Anakin and the relationships that he had and more of his character development. I find it really sad that it took a cartoon really to get into um, the heart of what was behind his transformation into Darth Vader. So if you haven't watched Cloud Wars, go take a look. I'm actually going through it for a second time now. I'm watching everything in chronological order so that I get a really good sense of the timeline. Andor was just released, I think today or yesterday, I'm not sure which, but it just came out. We have not watched those episodes yet, but I've heard fabulous things about it. So I am looking forward to doing a deep dive on that. So I love the fact that we've got so much in the Star Wars universe coming out for us to enjoy. There's even some new books. Um, I put one on my wish list and was hoping I'd get it for my birthday, but I didn't. But I'm going to go buy it for myself. So it's about Han and Leia, and I hope it's good. <laughs> crossing my fingers because I really love Timothy Zahn's um, original trilogy that he did after the first three movies before all the prequels and sequels happened uh, was fabulous. So I'll let you know what I think about it. I'll let you know what I think about Andor after it gets all the way done to give us some time. But I'm really hopeful. I've, I've heard great things and uh, we've embraced our Star Wars junkie selves and are having Jedi costumes made we're both super excited about this, my husband and I. He's doing an Obi-Wan from Return of the Sith, and it's going to look fabulous. But finding, like, the exact material, like, you have to be, we're trying to join Rebel Legion, which is um, the counterpart to the 501st, and it is very specific. Like, you have to have, like, it has to come to a certain point on your hands, it has to, the collar has to be a certain way and a certain number of inches, and... Thankfully, we have an amazing seamstress that is going to be taking care of that for us because that is not in my wheelhouse. So um, we went and picked out fabric the other day after we got home from Dragon Con. And it was amazing. I mean, first off, fabric is not cheap. Let's just put that out there. But trying to, you know, get the right colors and the right details and the right type of fabric was it was difficult, but I'm excited about what we picked out. I can't wait to see it. He's doing Obi-Wan. I'm just doing a generic Jedi. I'm going to do a librarian eventually, but I really want to spend some time on the tabards doing the intricate patterns. Uh, I'm considering embroidering it, which will take me probably most of my life. So I probably will not end up doing that, but it's a thought I have whirling around in the back of my head. I'll let you guys know when they get finished and post some pictures up on Geek Meet Social on my website.
Speaking of my website, I've been working with an artist, Emily Swan, to design a new logo. And it is it's just wonderful. The whole logo development process is really one of self-reflection, which I wasn't expecting. Because when you start to see yourself, she actually did a, a drawing of me. It's really hard to look at it and know that that's you. Does this look like me? Is this good? Um, and it's just fabulous. She also included my four fur babies in it. And they look wonderful. We came home from Dragon. And... The unthinkable happened. We have four beautiful fur babies. Uh, we have a fifth. I call her my angel kitty, Clover. She died during the pandemic um, in October of 2020. And we ended up adopting two kittens in the next over the next year. We adopted Leia in December. And then in 2021, right after Dragon Con, we adopted Gidget. And those two young ladies have just filled my heart with joy. They make us laugh and they're just delightful. But we had our, our old guys. There was Shadow and Bandit. And Bandit is 16 and a half years old. And he is spunky. Oh my gosh, he is spunky. Mostly over getting his, his dinner and second dinner when he can wrangle it out of his dad. And Shadow was going to be 11 years old this October. And all four of these beautiful animals are in my new logo. And then last week, our Shadow got sick. Very, very suddenly. I just knew something wasn't right. He wasn't able to get up on the bed. He couldn't get up on the sofa very easily. And he just looked at me with these eyes that said, Mom, I'm, I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. So I, I called Shane. I said, hey, I'm going to take him to the vet. You know, we squealed a little bit the night before when we picked him up. And I said, let me, let me take him in and see if something's going on, if he hurt something in his back legs. It wasn't his back legs. I wish it was. So uh, ended up doing some ultrasounds on him. We found out he had cancer, uh, tumors on his liver, and tumors on his spleen. And he was filling with blood. And that was why he was looking at me with those confused eyes. And uh, I wasn't, neither one of us was going to let him suffer. So we went and spent some time with him. Uh, we walked around outside our vet's office. We sat down. He laid down with us, um, but he wasn't him. He wasn't my shadow, and I knew that, um, unfortunately, we were going to have to let him go. So we did. And uh, so September 12th, my beautiful shadow got his wings and um, is at the Rainbow Bridge with his sister, Clover waiting patiently for us. And so our house is very quiet. Shadow was the dog that would bark when a leaf fell off a tree three houses down just to let me know, just in case. Um, he was the dog who barked when we had a delivery, so I knew we had one, or we might have had one. It could have been the neighbors. Um, he barked at our neighbor, Josh, every single time, even though he adored Josh. He was just our puppy that was always present. He was our shadow. And, uh, I'm still feeling really lost without my baby and without my shadow because he was such a part of us. His, his presence was so much more than I even understood until it wasn't here. But I felt blessed to have found him at the Atlanta Humane Society uh, back in January of 2012. And I feel blessed for the 10 years we had with him. And I know that 
he we made the right decision. So if ever you're in this position where you have to make the unthinkable decision, I hope that you too uh, will find comfort in not having your pets suffer. And we feel very strongly in that. Uh, but Shadow was just, he was Shadow. We originally were going to call him Smokey because we had Bandit. So we're going to have Smokey and the Bandit. And my best friend Jennifer was like, eh, he's not Smokey. He's Shadow. And um, she was right. <laughs> Obviously she was right because that's what we called him. But he would follow Bandit around like a little puppy. He adored our cat Clover. She was his mom. He would... Um, follow her and try to, to be like her. I guess she, he thought she was a dog. So she would walk on the windowsill and then he would try to walk on the windowsill. But since he wasn't a cat, he couldn't like turn around easily. So he would just stare at me like, mom, I need help. <laughs> I would go get him. He'd try to climb the cat tree, probably because that's where we had to put her food. Uh, but he was her protector. Uh, we once tried to adopt another dog that ended up attacking Clover and he made sure that nothing happened to his girl. And so I know that him and Clover are roaming around together and she's chasing him. But I'm really trying to focus on the good and on the memories and not on the emptiness that our house has right now. So if you've lost a pet, please know that my heart is with you. Uh, my heart is with a little dog with a sock paw who captured me. The moment I saw him, he was in a box at the Atlanta Humane Society in one of their little areas all by himself. His two sisters were next door, and he was surrounded by all this newspaper shredding. He loved paper. His entire life, he loved paper. Would eat a napkin in a heartbeat. And I held him, and he, he sat on my lap, and he was just so, oh my God, precious. And my friend that I was there with, Jess, took a picture of us. We were there just really for her to get some puppy therapy. She needed to see some puppies. And I looked at the picture of the two of us two days later, and I was like, that's my dog. That That's my dog. <laughs> and I almost started crying. I was so worried that somebody might have adopted him. And so we ended up uh, going to the Humane Society on Sunday, two days later. And uh, my husband met him. We brought him home. He threw up in my husband's car, and he became our shadow. So this episode is dedicated to my shadow, who I know is still following along behind me, even if I can't see him. Next week on Geek Meet Social, we're going to be talking about how I'm keeping my meditation practice going, my delving into uh, possibly getting on a camera, we'll see, and the long uh, promised discussion about the Bangor, Maine Police Department's uh, social media. So come join me again next week on Geek Meet Social. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media. You can find me, Tyra Burton, just about anywhere. And check out tyraburton.com and geekmeetsocial.com to find out more about our show, me, and where you can connect with us. 